1: Welcome on In Eagles fans to episode 23, a special midweek bonus podcast, an emergency podcast as we're calling it, of the No Huddle Show. I'm Joe Gillio, joined as always by Elliot Shore Parks and Mark Eckel, And the reason for this show on this Wednesday morning we're recording it is because on Tuesday night, uh, the three of us and probably a lot of you out there received some sort of notification on your phones, whether it be from the Eagles or Bleacher Report or whatever, or an email from the Eagles saying that Chip Kelly had been released Yes, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, the guy in charge of player personnel, all that stuff is no longer. Kelly is gone. I'm shocked. Elliot, Mark, Elliot, let's start with you. Uh, your initial reaction, I was
2: floored on Tuesday night when I, when I saw what my phone was telling me. Yeah, the craziest thing to me was like normally when big things in this regard happen, you know, we, there's a heads up about it or there's some inclination it might happen. There's a report. There's something. I mean me and Mark were both down at the new NovaCare on, on Tuesday and it was just like business is normal. I I, Man, I was talking We were
0: talking something. I just didn't think it was going to happen on a, on a Tuesday. Yeah, no. we
2: yeah, yeah, no, that's true. But I mean in terms of him being fired that day, I mean like I was talking to players in the locker room just about like you know, just random things and no one had any idea this was going to happen. And generally when a story like this happens, you know, we'll get a the beat writers will get a text from the team or something, just kind of letting them know this is happening. And that's, I mean, we found out the same way the players did via the team's official mobile app, um, via Twitter. And I literally mean, I couldn't believe what I was reading. <laughs>
1: Mark, how about you? I mean, you've been around for some of these coaches that have come and gone, uh, but was this the most surprising, just kind of the way it went down? The weight went down,
0: yeah, Joe. I mean, I, as, I, as I said before, like uh, my, it's, it's, this is crazy. Monday night, I'm watching the Bengals-Broncos game. It's a pretty good game. And I'm texting what I'm, a, a source of mine who, um, without saying too much, was, was involved in that game in some ways. So we're, we're texting back and forth about what's going on. And somehow Sam Bradford's name got brought up. And he said, I think he said something to me like, hey, it looks like the Eagles, are are the Eagles bringing back Bradford or something along those lines? And I said, I responded, um, well, yeah, I, I think they are now because Chip again said today hey, he really wants him back. And, the, and then the text I got back, and this is the guy he has been very good to me through the years. He's given me a lot of the stories I've broken through the years he's been a, a part of. Um, he texts back, are you sure Chip's coming back? And I I was kind of stunned by that. And I texted him back and said, "I'm pretty sure. Why do you know do you know something I don't know?" And he said, "Well, there's some stuff going on there. Um, if he comes, and then there's some other stuff. But then he said, if if he comes back, he's going to have to make some changes." And I responded with, "In in personnel or on his coaching staff?" And he said, "Probably both." So I spent. Most of yesterday, and i will tell you, we were both kind of, you know, asking around and 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 trying to find out what was going on. But even the guy that was telling me, he called me last night and said, "Man, I, I didn't think it was going to happen." This. I, you know, I tried to give you a heads up. but I didn't think it was going to happen this quickly. We, everybody, everybody figured that you know, Laurie and 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 Kelly would would meet like Monday after the Giants game, and maybe Lori would say to him, "Listen, I'm disappointed in the way the year went. I'm sure you are too. You got to fire Billy Davis, or you have to." bringing somebody over Manowitz to do, per, you know,
2: some of that. But, bang, it happened. It happened yesterday. And that's the weird thing about this is, I mean, it's still kind of all coming out and coming together. But it sounds like Chip and Lurie met Tuesday morning. Yeah. Chip went and coached practice, came in from practice, and Lurie just fired him. So one thing we've said on this podcast a bunch is, and I t- – I guess I still believe it. I don't know. Is it, I didn't think Chip was so into like having complete personnel control, but I can't imagine what he would have said to Lurie. I mean, maybe he said he wanted to resign Sam Bradford and Lurie was just like, all right, man, <laughs> that's enough. But like, no, I mean, no seriousness. I wonder what he could have said to Lurie during that meeting that made Lurie feel so strongly about not only getting rid of him, but getting rid of him like that day. I don't think, I, mean, I think the opposite. I, I don't think, I don't think Chip said anything. I think,
0: I think Kip's relieved, to be honest. Yeah, I could see I that. I think Kip, apparently, teams are lining up to hire him. Well, it makes sense. I mean, he's probably he's a top 10 coach. NFL coach. He's a I fan, mean. coach. He's idiot fans that are celebrating now. Good luck, okay? You're 0 for 55. You're 0 for 22 with the guy who owns the team now. Good luck. I hope you're not yep. real old because you're going to be dead before this team ever <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> I guess the question to me now is, and, and Ellie, you were kind of trying to touch on this and trying to, probably, you're we're all probably trying to figure it out uh, ourselves. But why now? Exact, not why he did it, but why on a Tuesday night before Week Seventeen? I mean, right. next Monday why? is Black Monday, right? Well, and but why so,
2: now? Right? And I mean, I guess we'll find that answer out. Um, you know, to Wednesday afternoon when Laurie speaks to the media, or at least what he's willing to tell us. But to me, it does it speaks to. Obviously a fractured relationship. I mean obviously Andy Reid was here longer than Chip Kelly, had more success. That being said, when, when Reed was fired, they like gave him a game ball. They had, held a thing for him in the auditorium. I mean like it was I don't cake think involved, it's, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't think it's Lori's style to just like jettison a guy. But it's clear, I mean, why not let him coach the final game if there's you no know, hard feelings? I think feelings. I get I don't we,
0: don't we don't know. We weren't there, but from what I'm hearing and putting, just adding up the adding up the pieces, if they had a meeting yesterday and Lori demanded this, this, and this, and Chip said, "No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not firing Ed Manowitz." And I've, and part of the story also is Howie Roseman versus Ed Manowitz.
2: Yes, for sure.
0: And I've been told I used the, the word was you know Howie's poisoning Ed, and he was. Roseman was, was leaking things to different people, saying what a what a quote-unquote bad guy Ed Manowitz was and how nobody in the building likes Ed Manowitz. Well, in my work yesterday, I talked to a, a people who have been in that building a long time, and they had nothing but nice things to say about Ed Manowitz. And anyone I've ever talked to who, who deals with Ed Manowitz, other, other people in his position around the league. Now, some always say, you know, he's a little young, you know, a little inexperienced to have that job, but I've never ever from anyone I've talked to ever heard a disparaging personal comment about Ed Which It's always, you know, a little young, thirty years old to have that job, but but he's bright, he's young, he works hard, good guy, nice wife, blah blah blah. I mean, I've never heard oh yeah, that guy, watch out for that guy, he's a bad guy.
2: You know, and I've never heard that. To me, to me, like what you just said just speaks to the dysfunction that's going on right now at the oh, Nova Care. And this- they're a heavy stock like right that. They, They're laughing so at it. They're the Cleveland Browns. Right. But to me, the question is – and I think – see, I think a lot of people blame Chip for that. But in my opinion, that's not Chip's fault. It's I mean, Howie. Right. I, yeah, it's it's Howie absolutely is an issue. Um, But the other thing is – so on one hand, I, I say to myself, well, Chip is the one – like we're assuming he wanted complete control of the personnel department. I still oh, think good. more of that was just getting Howie out. But regardless – Whatever he did ended up with him in control of the personnel department. And as highly as I think of him as a head coach, I mean, you know, a lot of his moves did not work out in his first year. But it's still his first year. And, you know, you're not even three years into a head coach, not even one complete year into being, you know, in control of the the personnel department. It's just I'm just surprised they would pull the cord on him this quickly.
1: I am too, I and mean, that's the thing here. I mean, he just gave him this power, and regardless of if it was Laurie's idea, Chip's idea, or whoever's idea, it just happened a year ago. And a year ago, um, Jeff Laurie said to you guys, I think it was at the owners' meetings, or yeah, I was bit, there out in
2: Arizona, right? Right. He said
1: the good to great thing that, he, that right. Chip, had a vision to go from good to great, and now I think the question has to be, did he give him enough time? And there's there's the thing about continuity. We all talk about, and you don't want to have continuity for continuity's sake if you don't believe in the guy anymore, but. Was this enough time after you give Chip all the power to then not only take it away but to fire the guy? It's over. I mean, Mark, do you think he gave well, him enough time? No. It, it, this this shows the incompetence
0: of this organization and why they haven't won anything in 55 years. They're in, you don't give the guy. I mean, right or wrong, maybe he was. Maybe it was wrong to give him all the power. I mean, that's you can make an obvious argument there, right? And you don't. This is why people around the league are laughing at the Eagles now. You know, you give the guy, almost exactly a year ago, it was the day after New Year's, where, where New Year's Eve, Tom Gamble's fired by Howie Roseman. The day after New Year's, I guess they took New Year's Day off, then the day after New Year's, <laughs> Kip goes in, he has that meeting with Laurie, there's all kinds of speculation that Kip's going to walk, and he's going, you know, and he, he, Kip comes away with the keys to the kingdom. I mean, he's in charge now. He's and Lori praises him. Oh, Chip has a plan, and I love his vision and blah blah blah. And this is going to be great. Well, vision to me means like looking, not looking tomorrow, looking down the road. And yes, this some of his some of his offseason moves didn't work. Okay, I mean, it happens in the NFL. It happens in every sport. You know, you you, you sign a guy that led the league in rushing last year, thinking he's going to be a pretty good back, and he turns out not to be so good. It happens. You trade for Sam Bradford, he was better than Nick Foles. Let's, let's you know, I don't know. They yeah, he a was. Qu- quarterback. Um, but, I mean, they took some chances. But if there's vision, well, it's not a one – we're not going to fix everything and, and it's not going to be a one-year, one-day thing. You have to You have to ride it out a
2: little bit, don't you? So now a year later – Not even a year he's later. He's gone. Not even 17 games.
0: He's gone. He's not even – not even like – Taking the all right, listen, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have given you all that power, Chip. I'm gonna bring. Now, maybe that's how I don't again, we don't know what went what went, went down in that meeting. But uh, the stuff I'm being told is you know, Lori and Roseman got to him. And Ro, this is almost like a like a like a, a a Sopranos episode or 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 a year of the Sopranos. You know, Howie wax Tom Gamble. <laughs> and and this kind of though, Chip goes in and now, you know, like he's the other family, so he he gets Howie. He, they didn't whack him. He probably should have whacked him, but he didn't whack him. He just got him. They got him in jail for a year on the other side of the yeah, yeah, there. yeah. He had him put away. He had him put away. But now Howie was put away. He's in that little office where nobody knows where it was. It was like in the other side of the building. It was in a different area code. So, but he plotted. He's in that little office of his, and I, this is what somebody actually told me. You know, Howie had nothing to do all year except figure out how to get chip <laughs> the I'm equipment. Serious. Somebody told me. That. I, really, what did he do? He made sure the balls were inflated properly. I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I, that, that was his job. So All year, Howie, and guess who sat with Jeffrey Lurie at every game?
2: Howie, Howie. Rowley. Guess oh, who I saw walking I'm out of the sorry. locker room together after that blowout loss to Detroit?
0: And you know, and every, every, time, every time Murray lost a yard, or every time Bradford threw a pick, or every time Maxwell got beat on a, on, on, in a coverage, oh, Jeff, I wouldn't have signed that guy. I wouldn't have traded for that guy. I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done that. And it played. It played. It played. And here we are. Howie Roseman, king of the world. Well, let me ask you guys this: Danny Watkins. Is I mean, still bailed. you know, they
2: could resign Danny Watkins if they want. Let me ask you guys this because I'm still kind of. Pro- I mean, I think we're all kind of still processing this. But if if Lori goes to Chip on Tuesday and says, "All right, you know, we, I'm, I'm still believe, I still believe in you as a head coach, but we're, we're, you know, we're, we're bringing Howie back as uh, personnel guy or where I would have done it, that would have done it. <laughs> well but here's my question do you think Laurie should have because Laurie obviously fired Chip I mean I, I agree with you Mark that I don't think Chip was begging for his job I think Chip was probably like get me out of here to a certain degree that being said well once Lori's once I don't think on Monday
0: I don't think Chip was begging to get out of here I think once Lori gave him the parameters of what it, of what, what it was going to be like going forward Chip said screw this and you think that was a right decision by Lori and Chip at that point then? By Chip, yes. By Laurie, no. I mean, I'm a Chip guy. I'm going to go down as a Chip right, guy. I am as well. I don't think they should have fired Chip. I think he deserved it. Eventually, yes, maybe. But give him another. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see how it all plays out. But today, as, as we're talking on Tuesday, December 30th, no, I don't think it was the right decision to fire Chip.
2: I agree. I think it was a big hey. mistake, to be honest. I mean, from being down – I've been at every basically every practice, and you have pretty much as well, yeah. Mark. But it's since Chip was was hired, I mean, we're in that NovaCare four days a week during the season. We're in there during the off season. I mean, you know, I'm new to this. Mark's been doing it for a long time. This is pretty much the first coaching firing I've been through because right as Reed was fired, was kind of when I was coming on. So maybe it feels like this way every time when a coach is fired. But to me, it just feels like from being in the NovaCare and from being here. I mean, like. People don't understand how much Chip changed with this organization, just in terms of, like, everything with the InovaCare. Just, like, he redid, you know, entire parts of it. Like, there was such an emphasis on sports science. The training equipment was changed over. There was a smoothie bar added everywhere. Like, and so, I mean, that sounds like silly things, but to me, if you're Lori, you've invested so much into this guy. You know, like, not only just over the past year by giving him personnel, just in every aspect of your entire organization, this was Chip's team. And Mark, you can speak to this on whether it was like this with, with every head coach, but to yeah. me it feels like they're just like axing this experiment, not even experiment, they're like just axing this way prematurely. Yeah. After everything you've invested, just to give up on it, and let's be honest here, if they beat Washington this past Saturday, is Chip still the head coach? Yes, of course. So there you go. So I would listen. hope so. I hope they wouldn't fire a guy with the division title behind <laughs> <on> the next <laughs> but, but Well, that's a, that's a good point. But what I mean is, like, for, for all of these you know things you can say about Chip and all these flaws, whatever, blah blah. He's still within a game or two of winning two division titles in three years with no quarterback. So to me, that says everything you need to know about what type of quality of just as a coach he is. I'm not disagreeing as a general manager. It, it was his first year in it. I think he would have improved. I'm not disagreeing as a general manager. He wasn't good, but as a head coach, I think the results speak for themselves. I mean, 26 wins in just under three years. Only Bruce Arians has more. He's got 34. And coming into this year. Chip was Chip was ahead of them, I'm pretty sure, or close it to probably, it. So, entirely. I mean, you know, for all these problems, Chip certainly won. I mean, as you said earlier, i'm the Cleveland Browns would probably take 26 wins in three years. The Jaguars would take 26 wins in three years. The Raiders would take 26 wins. Bradley, really? You would, you know, you don't think Gus <laughs> would No, my point is that my point is that these teams, the for, for everyone that's like the Eagles aren't competing for a Super Bowl. The Eagles aren't going to win a Super Bowl. The Eagles. We're still one of the – yeah, right. But the Eagles were still competitive the past three years. Even this year, in a bad year, they almost won the division.
1: Here's the crazy part to me. This is the part I want to ask you guys about because I think all three of us over the course of the year have defended Chip as a coach, and then the other stuff obviously has become an issue with him as a personnel guy, and then if he lost the locker room or not or who was upset at him or his personality, what people have to say. So if you were to make a list of reasons that Chip Kelly's no longer the Eagles' head coach – you don't have to tell me every single one of them, but how far down would it have to be for each of you before you get to his coaching ability? For me, it's like three really or far. four. Yeah, really got, far I'm on the list. Right. So that that's the sad part about all this because the Eagles just got rid of a coach that all three of us think can coach, and but so yet they fired the him for everything else. NFL. This
2: guy's going to be hired next week, if if not even that long. And this is this is what speaks to the dysfunction. I mean, we you know and. All right, so people like to talk about the locker room and him losing the locker room and all these, like, silly things. And, like, we all work in businesses. Everyone that's listening to this has a job. I mean, like, this just no. how workplace – yeah. <laughs> that's just how workplaces are. Not everyone likes the boss. And it's just – it's a shame to see someone who is obviously an extremely talented football coach, in my opinion, an extremely sharp guy, to now be – Fired and taken away from the team because of all these peripheral things. Do you know what I mean? Like he didn't get along with Howie Roseman. He, you know, maybe the players didn't like how he ran certain things. Just all these peripheral things. And I'm not disagreeing that part. Of, those things are all part of being a head coach. So maybe we'll see. But I just think as a as a football mind, as a guy who on Sunday can coach, I I still think Chip's a top ten NFL coach. So I, you don't fire guys. Like I don't want. I really don't want to go here, but I'm going to go here.
0: Do it, Lori kept. DeCamp- <laughs> And Andy Reid had two sons sent to jail for dealing drugs. Am I right? I'm not making this up, right? No, it's I factual. I know one sadly killed himself, but, I mean, they went to jail. They didn't go to jail for doing They went to jail for selling drugs. And that wasn't grounds for firing. Kip Kelly, you know, maybe, maybe got got a, somebody in the office upset over something, and that, that's grounds for firing?
2: It just feels like this is all egos. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's Laurie feeling... It's, it's Howie you know, Roseman! It's no, but my, about I, Howie! I agree with that, but I also think it's partly Laurie... Like, like, who's running this team, me or you? Talking to Chip. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, but like you were saying, they've never won a Super Bowl under Laurie. If, in my opinion, my personal opinion, if I had to guess who wins a Super Bowl first, Chip Kelly or the duo of Laurie and Howie... I'm picking Chip because I think he's going to go to. First of all, I think he's going to go to Tennessee with Mariota, and oh. that's going to be uh, quite something to be. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a problem. But like Music City Miracle too. <laughs> but I just think I just I don't know. I mean, again, we're both Chip guys. So you, if, we, if someone else on this that didn't think Chip was a head coach, I mean, you can certainly build a case. I guess. I mean, the team's regressed year after year. The offense isn't as good this year, and his personal decisions were bad. That being said. I don't think there's a better candidate out there. I mean, we'll, maybe we'll talk about this in a few minutes, but we mean you talk about possible candidates. There was no one out there you who know. I thought was like an amazing option. There certainly isn't a Chip Kelly out there like there was in 2013. Well, that's true. That, there won't be anybody out there that
1: will get anybody excited like Chip did when he first arrived here. And I guess as you look forward, just you know, kind of big picture, more than the small picture of who the candidate would be, big picture, I mean, they, they have an issue because this is now three years, one with him in a full power chip of, Getting this roster, Elliot, you were talking about turning over the whole franchise with just everything, you know, every single detail of the organization was Chip. But the roster itself, to his specification, certain guys that he wanted to fit his system, some of them may have been bad fits, but whatever. That was the plan. Now, someone else is going to have to come in here, and it almost feels like they're going to have to rebuild the team because this is Chip's team now. And, and you're going to have to ask a new coach to come in here and work with guys in a scheme he may not want to use. So well, the thing, let, let me just so neither one of you guys think Pat
0: Shermer is going to be ele- in the a- no. <laughs> Maybe Billy <laughs> Davis. Davis. Gets hey, good we job. yeah
2: was, we said we said last podcast Billy Davis might not be a bad head. coach. Billy and said was- yesterday he thought he was coming back. Maybe he knew something that we didn't. We all did Yeah, right. Head coach I mean, Billy Davis. Here's here's the good thing though. Sam Bradford's a free agent, so any coach coming in here is going to get to pick his quarterback. And as Chip found out over the past three years, getting your quarterback is you know eighty percent of the battle in the NFL. There's ta- I think. When I think of who the Eagles should hire as a next head coach, I think me and Mark disagree with the, on this a little bit. Oh, well. I mean, I know you want to go with an offensive guy. No, I want, I want the best guy. All right. Well, then maybe we don't disagree. But I, my point was going to be – I don't be, know who the best guy is. I have no idea who the best guy is. But When I think about how the Eagles can win next year, I personally think there's more talent on the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side. And, oh, really? I mean, we'll talk we'll, – we'll ta- am I – I mean, who's on the offensive side that you think is talented? Lane Johnson.
1: Yeah, was, all right. He's a so, tackle. A tackle. Well, I mean,
0: some guys had bad years this year. I think if you add up the – I mean, I don't, the, I don't like the Pro Bowl as an example, but I think if you add up total Pro Bowls, offensive players, you, you'll have more Pro Bowls from the offensive side of the ball. Jason Kelsey was, went to the Pro Bowl last year.
2: He had a bad year this year. But wouldn't, Mar- that be way, the,
1: wouldn't that be like, weighed a lot by a lot for Peters
2: and that doesn't really matter anymore? Well, Peters is done. He's done. Right, yeah. DeMarco. I mean, I guess my point is, I just look at the defensive side of the ball. I see Fletcher Cox, Byron Maxwell. I think Kiko still has some talent. Michael Kendricks, Malcolm Jenkins. Mike, wait, Kiko
0: a lot. All right.
2: Well, here's here's where I'm going. He's the here's first
0: train out of here now.
2: to here's, here's where I'm going. Here's where I'm going. Here's what, nah, Well, that's a good point. Kiko might be gone now, but here here's here's where I was going with this. As I look at like potential candidates, I wonder if maybe like a guy like Sean McDermott, who can coach defense, can come in here, get the defense fixed. Maybe you know. I, the way the Carolina Panthers are winning, I know he has nothing to do with that, and they have Cam Newton. But maybe yeah. a defensive guy is the way to go here and pair him with a really good offensive coordinator. But I, I just think – I don't know. I, well, I don't know wait, what Laurie oh, yeah, thinking.
0: If you're telling – right, I'm going to agree with you that there's this defense is, is good. It's better than the offense. Well, then don't you, don't you need somebody to fix the offense? If the defense has good players, well, anybody can coach good players. Besides Billy so, I mean, Davis, apparently. Right. <laughs> so I want, again, Sean if and when I, they interview Sean McDermott, and I think they will, I think you have to interview Sean McDermott, don't you? He's a defensive coordinator. Yeah. It's 15-1. I would interview Mike Schull, though, as well. Um, my first question to Sean McDermott is not about what he's going to do on the, tell me who your offensive coordinator is going to be. Who do you have yeah. to hire as
2: your offensive coordinator? And what no. kind of offense you, do you want to run? Well, let me ask you guys this. Is this Eagles job a good job?
1: It's not as good to me as it was three years ago when Chip Kelly took the job. And that's a, a lot of that's
2: on him, obviously. Well, it,
1: it wasn't a great job then either, Joe. They were 4 and 12. Well, Wait, here's why. Here's I think the so players sure. they had then, I like the players in the roster then better right, than I who thought you, now. Who'd you like? Who'd you like? Well, like, Sean McCoy, Deshaun Jackson, Jackson. Jeremy Macklin. The number four pick. What if those
0: guys won?
2: Help me out
1: here. Right, but there were players there. One of the guys went on this thing and they they stink too. I mean, do you, what, I know, <laughs> do you think the roster is more talented now or then?
2: Do no, you think the roster is more talented now or then? I don't think it was talented then though either. I don't think it was like All right, but but but, but which one if you had to play? Then, I, I would have picked then. They the number 4 but,
1: pick to, go, to to work I, I, with and and really, here,
2: here's my point I would make too. If you're a head coach, and obviously a lot of guys that get head Neither coaching one had a quarterback is happy to get them, Right? Like a lot of guys that get head coaching jobs. This isn't like Chip Kelly coming from Oregon where he could have picked and choose and could have stayed in college like if you're a head coach, I mean, if you're, if you're a guy that's coming to the Eagles, you're looking and you're saying, all right, well, Chip just came. They fired him two and a half years into his job. It sounds like this is a pretty dysfunctional place. I got to work with Hire Roseman, who's not <laughs> thought of very highly in league circles. I'm probably going to have like a what, 12th, the 12th pick overall. I don't have a quarterback. I mean, I don't know how appealing this job is. I it's going to gonna be hard to win soon, and the team's – they're not set up to win anytime soon. And Jeffrey Lurie just showed his trigger is kind of quick. When it, I mean, besides Reed, I mean. I mean, the I, jobs that are going to be open, compare them. With like, all
0: right, so you're Sean McDermott, and you get offered the Eagles job, the Dolphins job, the Titans job, and the Chargers job. You could have your choice of any one of those four jobs. Where are the Eagles on? I put the Eagles fourth.
2: Tennis, was, all right, the Titans happened? would be one because of Mariota.
0: San Diego, you got Phillip Rivers.
2: And you're and you're in San Diego. And you're maybe moving to LA. LA, yeah, even bigger. And who was the other one? The Dolphins job? I, that's oh, not a great job, but okay. I still think that's a better job than the Eagles job.
1: Uh, I, but those two would be kind of tied. Like they're both messes. But the first two I agree with you. It's Tennessee and it's San Diego. Then it's then it's those teams. So that's kind Miami of my point. He like, probably has Miami,
2: I mean, Miami did beat the Eagles this year. Let's keep that in mind. And they have a quarterback. Well, I mean, you it, don't like Tannehill. But yeah. I'm saying the Eagles don't even have the right. Eagles don't have anybody. Maybe that's better than, than Tannehill, but they're like, who's the Eagles quarterback going to be now? You think even if, even if you like back?
1: Bradford, he's not under contract, so you don't have you don't have a quarterback. No,
2: that's what I'm saying. So, and and Mark, you've you've told me this, and from people you've talked to, it's not a good quarterback draft. Paxton, so it's not Paxton, like they Paxton, have a top three pick and there's an Andrew Luck sitting there. No, and and they're not going to pick high enough if there was. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. So, if you're Sean McDermott and you like. As oh, yes, you just said, you're Sean McDermott, and you know you can coach defense, but you need help on offense. Like, you better get a pretty amazing it, offensive mind, because Chip Kelly's one of the better ones in the league, and he couldn't do anything. That's, that's why fun. I don't think
0: McDermott – I think McDermott's on their list, but I don't know. And people say, oh, he's from Philly. He's going to want to – he's from Philly. Big deal. You want to be successful. You know what I mean? And for what it's worth, the it's organization fired than, his brother well, a few losing. years ago. <laughs> I mean, what's worse than, than losing in your hometown? Nothing, right? So – right. Sean McDermott said, "People like him because he's doing well in Carolina. They're love. I mean, yeah. If I'm Sean McDermott and I have other choices, and I think he will. You're right. I'm I'm going to go to a team that has a bad defense, knowing that i I trust. I have confidence in myself as a defensive guy that I'll I can fix the defense. Hey, my offense is pretty good. I got, I got a good quarterback. I got a good line. I got a you know a running back, whatever. So I'm good there. I'll fix the defense and we'll be good. That's not the case here." Right, I well, thought they, needed, they need a guy. That, they needed somebody that can develop a quarterback because they're going to have to.
2: They're going to have to draft one of them, I guess. I don't know what they're going to do with quarterback. The other question is, or like Red Roman is a possibility. Well, I, I yeah, I saw that was on the list you you published uh, Tuesday morning. I thought that was you know the Kaepernick thing. I thought that was, was his he, thing, but he, he
0: went to a Super Bowl as Colin Kaepernick's offensive coordinator. He did a pretty good job. I mean, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is a star, but. He got the most out of Tyron Taylor this, this year in in Buffalo. And he's a. I mean, if you, you're looking for the local guy, he's from New Jersey.
1: The one thing I wonder about um, Greg Roman is I wonder if there's something about him when he interviews, because I feel like he has pretty good credentials, the way you're describing him, Mark, and what he's done. If, he seems like the type of guy that should be a head coach by now or should have got closer. I, I don't know why he hasn't. Maybe it's just bad luck for him, but and maybe it'll work out for the Eagles. But I just wonder why isn't that guy a head coach ready? I, I like him,
2: too. You know, you just said the phrase, maybe it'll work out for the Eagles. And I think to me, when I think about everything that's happened in the past 12 hours or whatever, the one thing I don't think is that this is going to work out. I just, don't, <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I just don't get the feeling that the right move. Like when, And we don't know who they're going to hire yet. And who knows? I mean, who knows what what will happen? Maybe they'll somehow John Harbaugh will come, um, come from ball. Like, who knows what will no, happen, that's right? Happen. No, it's probably, yeah, you're right. That's probably not going to happen. But no, who no knows problem. what their coach is going to be? <laughs> But it just it just feels like this is not a good move. It just, like like it feels like Lurie's picking the wrong guy. Like and we'll find out more and you know at a certain point this is obviously but also at a certain point speculation. But it, it, it feels as if he's picking Howie over Chip. And yes, it just doesn't feel like that's the right decision.
0: That's exactly what he did. This was it came down again to how
2: ha- I can't believe
0: this. I thought a year ago Howie was you know, we were laughing about Howie. You and I, we were, you know, everybody. Right, and he's going. You know, he's in. They put his office in a different. You know, we don't. You know, we joked about. You know, ask him about the deflated balls in the Super Bowl. You know, or the NFC Championship game last year. You know, calling the PR guy, and asking, "Hey, can we get Howard on the phone to talk about?" How you
2: the <laughs> well, game? and this is the other thing. How is the one that hired Chip? So if you're Lori, and you just fired this guy. Why are you having the same guy who hired him help you find the new that, guy? It's exactly. the same. It's the same
1: trio. It's Malinsky. <laughs> right. It's, uh, that's
2: what I'm saying. Obviously, Lurie true, did not get the job. I mean, me and Mark and you think they made a good hire with Chip, but clearly they don't because he's fired. Hard, so, bro. so why are the same people looking for this head coach? <laughs> it's, it's a and, great question. To and, and that's out. the other thing. That's the other. That's the other question that's getting looked over in all this is, you know, we're talking about the head coach because it's like the you know it's the sexier position and it's all that, but. Do they hire a general manager first? Is Howie the I general manager? Of- yeah,
1: there, there was nothing about going after a general manager in that release, in that letter, or whatever you want to call it, that the Eagles sent out from chairman and CEO. Well, but it didn't say it Tom,
2: Tom Donahue was taking over for Ed. It right. didn't yeah. say Howie was. Did he'll just he'll, assume, the 2008- role, he'll
1: <laughs> assume the role of senior director of player personnel, but it never said It said they're excited to select a new coach. It never said they are selecting anybody else. So I guess we'll find out to, uh, on Wednesday how he's going to do But How old is Tom uh,
2: Donahoe?
1: Yeah, how old is. I'll look it up.
2: Because I'm old, and I was a kid when he was doing this in Pittsburgh. So he's <laughs> <there's> like 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, so here's the question. If Howie's the guy, and let's say he is, let's go on the assumption he is. I think that makes the job less attractive. Let's really? go on the assumption he isn't. Are they? I mean, do you hire a general manager first? That would be the smart thing to do, but this is the Eagles. And who is out I mean, this you is can't hire I don't them think them. any of us have Played off the top it. of our hiring hands, the but. coach
0: before the general manager is like when they hired the, the the Y9 guy, I can't think of his name now. Um, uh, the D line Washburn. Washburn before you hired a coordinator. That's why they couldn't get a coordinator, because they already hired a D line coach that was gonna play a Y9. Right. You can't hire if, if you're hiring a, unless you're gonna hire a coat but one power guy again and give him, you know, but
2: that but that's not – I guess we'll find out when – And the, remember, the thing me and you kept hearing last year when they were trying to hire the guy who ultimately became Ed Manowitz was they couldn't get a good guy for the job because it wasn't really a general manager job. Right. So I'm wondering if they bring in another personnel guy, like how is this going to work? Is, is he going to be second to Howie? Is this guy going to come in and know he's not calling all the shots? If you're a head coach, do you and come nobody in knowing – I mean, a, is, is this the – They have for that job because why wouldn't you?
0: Is because, it Howie's team now? Yes. Well, it's Jeffrey's team. Remember? This, you know, Jeffrey wants his team back.
1: Right, yeah, right. <laughs> on Tom Donahoe, before we uh, move yeah, on, how, I, like I can't find his age for some reason, but I found That's two not things on sign. him. <laughs> uh, I, I found this, that he was... So he maybe has some experience in this. He was... Uh, he left the Steelers in 1999 after a power struggle with Bill Cowher, so he's got a little uh, experience <laughs> in this. And this, this guy's perfect. <laughs> there is an article uh, from 2005, or it might just be like from some sort of uh, old internet forum, but it, the headline is Tom Donahoe, worst GM in
2: football. So, uh, <laughs> so, that's out. And the fact that you can't find his age is not a good sign. As oh, old good he? Let, good let, good question.
1: Question. let me let me ask <laughs> this before we wrap up, and um, uh, you, you, got, you guys you guys head off to. Kind of but he used to hang out with FDR. <laughs> <laughs> Before you guys head off to uh, go find out what Jeff Lurie has to say for himself, uh, do you think how much of this, if any, had to do with the fan reaction, had to do with the way they played at home this year? I mean, fans were upset this season, obviously, and a lot of it got taken out on Chip because in the eyes of fans, he's he was for this season. The be-all and the end-all, it all fell on him, and, and that's just where the wrath went uh, when this team did not play well. Do you think Lurie was affected or impacted at all by – what people were saying about the Eagles, about his fan base, his customers were saying, Elliot?
2: I don't think so. Be- just because he, le- he waited so long towards the end to read when people wanted him gone. But it better not have played a factor. Because to get rid of a guy like Chip because of how you performed in home games, when you had a chance to basically win the division in your last home game, and granted you lost, but you were still right at there, I mean, that would be extremely extremely short-sighted and i mean i you know the saying goes if you if you make decisions based on the fan you're sitting with them obviously laurie has got enough money he's never going to be sitting in the 700 level but the point is you don't make decisions like that so I, I don't think it did and i think this was more just about an ego thing of him not wanting to compromise for chip anymore but i i, I hope the fans nothing to do with it. one fan it was all about one fan joe how... <laughs> let me guess too yeah <laughs> there, i mean
0: it, it all comes how he won how he lost that he lost a battle Last year, but he and get the guy. I mean, I don't like the guy a little bit, obviously. If you haven't caught on yet, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of Howie Roseman's, but I got to give him credit for perseverance and and diligence. And he, <laughs> you thought he was dead, and now he's back in power again.
2: And he got a pay raise out of all of it.
1: <laughs> he's making a ton of money, yeah. Yeah, really. How he played this is how he played this better than anybody. He really did from start yes. to finish, and now. Uh, he's back. Chip is gone, and the future of the Eagles is completely up in the air. And that's why we had to have this emergency podcast here.
0: And uh, the he first got- round
1: pick will be a guard from Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's excited the line- Eagles fan. linebacker from Louisville still on the board. Huh. Marcus Smith outlasted Chip Kelly on this team. Riley Cooper outlasted all of them. <laughs> Riley Cooper the one- He'll. Ne- he's the one guy you would have to think when the next regime comes in. He's gone, right? I don't think I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would think, but <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys, this has been uh, uh, certainly a whirlwind—thirteen or so hours, whatever we are now, since Chip Kelly, the firing or releasing, came down. More information will come, and you guys will have it all on NJ.com. Elliot, uh, as, as always, man, thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Mark. All right, Joe, thank you, and thanks to all of you for listening to our emergency podcast of the No Huddle Show, our Philadelphia Eagles podcast on NJ.com. Be be sure to follow the show at the No Huddle Show. Subscribe on iTunes and on Stitcher. We'll be back next week after week 17 and after we get a little more information on what this offseason is going to be for the Eagles with a new head coach as Chip Kelly is officially out.